Let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks that we can gather. We give you thanks that no matter what your word can get out, God guide us um, that we may be speakers and teachers of you. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Good evening, friends. I am here. I am actually, I am actually here. Um, I have made it to this <laughs> podcast um, because I can do this from my home um, and I only can potentially give germs to the microphone that is solely mine at the moment because Stacy's not in the studio with me. So I, you know, I'm in my chair, my, my Batman chair um, and I can stream. Um, so I am here and theoretically I'm preaching, uh, you know, Lord willing, I am preaching on this text, um, on Sunday. And so welcome to scripture talk, the podcast where, um, even when my family is quarantined, uh, we talk about scripture. Um, I am pastor <laughs> Trey Comstock with me as ever is go Brandy. I'm sister Brandy Dudley. Good evening, everybody. And go Scott. Pastor Scott Ketchuk. Glad that we can be with y'all. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is fantastic. I'm really glad this worked out. Um, I, you know, we built these studios during lockdown, right? Um, mm -hmm. And that means they still exist. And that means when we got a punt, um, we can. Uh, I prefer doing this in the studio with y'all, um, but I did not want to miss an episode. And right now, uh, the parsonage is a uh, is a is, is a house of sickness. That's it. Everyone's doing fine. Um, we're just, we are more worried about spreading the disease to other people, um, than we are with our own suffering. We are, you know, Sydney and Esther are fine. Thomas and I remain symptom free. Um, and we, we, you know, we never tested positive to begin with. Anyways, our scripture this evening is Romans chapter five, verses one through 11. This is a real like hinge point in the book of Romans. Therefore, since we are justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to gr the grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been forward into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely then now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more surely have we been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. But more than that, we, we even boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So I pick, this is paired with A Tears in Heaven by, uh, by Eric Clapton. Um, and... I, I understand that that may seem like a weird pick because, the, you know, this is a, you know, Tears in Heaven is a song about a, about a kid who died. Um, but the thing I, I clued in on is it's not just about, I don't want us to focus on the heaven. We, we did heaven as a place on earth um, and, and we're doing holding out for a hero later on. And so there'll be plenty of time to talk about um, the world beyond. 
But there's this line that that Eric Clapton repeats over and over um, in in his song about how he's not going to get to go to heaven because he's not worthy. And so that's what I grabbed onto is, yeah, 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 okay, you think you're not worthy of heaven, and, uh, you know, this is no, no knock against uh, Eric Clapton. I love Eric Clapton. I'm sure he's a lovely human being. I have no idea, actually, if he's a lovely human being or not. Not my department. Um, but he isn't worthy of heaven. But then again, none of us are. None of us are worthy of heaven on our own merits. We are only get to go to heaven because of what Christ did for us while we were enemies of Christ. That when we were, you know, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? This is in the, the United Methodist, it is in this scripture, but also in the United Methodist um, confession, right? Um, Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven, right? Uh, we're not worthy, right? Fundamentally, like we are not worthy. And yet God chooses to love us. Christ died for us and God chooses to give us access to heaven anyways, if all we have to do is grab onto God's love. That's a heck of a deal. But we know, you know, we are not worthy and yet God loves us anyways. Um, yeah. And what, what I think is also kind of interesting in this uh, verse, you know, uh, Paul spent a lot of time in the book of Romans convincing them the only way of salvation is to be justified by grace. Right. I mean, he, he makes that point here. He also seems to give some what are some of the practical benefits of this. Like you were saying, you know, beyond just the what's in the hereafter, but some practical things, you know, justified by faith and interesting peace with God through our right. Lord Jesus Christ, which I think, you know, it doesn't, it's interesting that he doesn't mention peace with sin, peace with our fellow man, peace with, we have peace well, because, with God, but there's still this other stuff that's kind of up in the air and being worked through. Well, right. And like, I, also, it, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily guarantee a peaceful life as Paul would well know. Yeah. And look, you know, chat when we when we did our Roman study um, over the course of ten months, we have to bring this up anytime we talk about Romans. That some of us, um, you know, and suffering here through, we are again, journey <laughs> through Romans a half chapter at a time. But this has given me a really intimate boots on the ground view of Romans, and so Paul spends a good chunk of the first four chapters of Romans convincing everyone that they're a trash fire. Regardless yeah. of who you are, chapters one through four of Romans is, hi, you're a trash fire. You're a Gentile, you're a trash fire. You're a Jew, you're a different kind of trash fire, but you're still a trash fire. <laughs> and then so chapter five is this hinge point of, okay, you're all trash fires. You are all unworthy of God. You're all doing things that are unworthy, whether it is just like chapter one, which is like, Gentile living is a problem. Or like the later chapters is like, yeah, but it's not like the Jews were fully following the law either. Right? Yeah. Um, good news. Everyone can still uh, be reconciled with God. Everyone can still be justified. Everyone, you know, to use some good John Wesley language, everyone can still be counted as righteous despite their own, their own unrighteousness because of what god did and yeah and then that that is that you can punch your ticket right you you can get on that train that leads to the sky you can book your ticket one glad morning and you'll fly away um 
in the morning. In the morning. It's yep. always a morning in the flight, morning. weirdly, you know. Um, Europe, <laughs> Europe flight. Well, so, okay, you always fly to Europe in the evening. That way, by the time you land, it's the next day and you're ready to go. And apparently, you always fly to heaven in the morning. Um, these are things we've learned. <laughs> uh, um, but it has, as Scott pointed, as, as you point out, right, th- th- there's more to it than that. Like, even Paul here in talking about justification doesn't just want to land justification as this thing just over the horizon, but it is something that should inform and shape and comfort us as we're living right now. Right. And it just kind of really hits the answer to, you know, Clapton's little constant reminder, because the good news is we don't have to prove that we're worthy of God's love because we can't, but we we get it anyway. And, uh, uh, interesting. I like that this, uh, talks about, uh, you know, the door of access being permanently open. It uses the word access again. And I loved studying that uh, last week, Greek word. And I'm probably going to butcher this propagia, propagia. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Propagia, um, probably. Yeah. And so, but it has this idea of, you know, yeah, we translate it as access, but it's kind of like bringing into, so like bringing someone into the presence of someone else, which is literally what happens when you look at what, took place through the cross we have access to the throne room of god jesus literally brings us into the presence of god and that's what part of that grace is that we have that free access and that's here and now yeah and this of course reminds me of my uh of my you know one of my favorite quotes um and and you know and if you'll forgive me some some only minor swearing um i I will (laughs) say it in its full so there's this theologian william d campbell um, who I love, and uh, his his uh, he, he he's asked for his summation of the gospel, um, and it's we're all bastards and God loves us anyways, right? Like this is this is certainly one of those places where we zoom in on you know William D. Campbell is challenged to summarize the entire gospel the entire gospel in one sentence, and he, what he comes back with is we're all bastards and God loves us anyways. Um, that we are, yeah. right? We are all, you know, bastards is, you know, colloquial um, for whatever, um, for not right. Um, we all are not right. Um, and yet God loves us anyways. And, and, and what a remarkable thing. It's like we're filthy rags, not even worthy of yeah. going into the washing machine to get washed. We, we're seen in God's eye, his children, no matter where we are in our walk with him and we have access like we talked about last week how the cross brings us together as people now the 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 cross brings us together as having hope to have access to heaven because like like we're saying that we can't do anything to uh uh, appease the the way that we think that god should let us in i've done this i've done that because we cannot repay of what God has done for us. We don't have it. We don't, we're not even worthy of having it. So I thank God for the cross. I thank God for Jesus. As somebody used to tell me all the time that we have access to heaven because of what Christ did, not because of what we did. Because right. it would never, never pay our ticket to heaven what we do on a daily basis. Well, and this is, th- this ends up, um, uh, you know, being one of those things that gets wrestled with in later theology for a few hundred years is people would keep coming in with the like, 
Yeah. But but can we earn it? Yeah, but can we earn it like a little bit? Like can't no. we can't we kind of earn it right Ooh. and so this is where you get like you know arianism and pelagius and all this of like th there's this idea that floats out there of like look most people don't get it right but it's possible and then that gets declared a heresy going no. no and this is also where like ideas that get labeled original sin we can you know somewhere in the bowels of our online archives um is my lecture on original sin um but um from our uh back to basics faith boot camp that we did at the beginning of 2020 um and that got cut short um, <laughs> uh but you know but like this is where we start this is this is one of those scriptures where it comes from of this understanding of without christ it's not just that like we wouldn't it, without christ in our life we are just not capable of doing right even if we try really really hard even if like we never miss leg day and we always do charity work right like even with all of that we can't quite get there. It is salvation is necessary for everybody because without Christ, none are worthy. There's some uh, uh, funny comments going on in the chat. Uh, Joe said, uh, "It's kind of like people look. Hey, is there a password like there is on the doors door and doors door in uh, L O T R? Speak uh, friend and is, enter. Yes, yeah. which is hilarious yeah, yeah. because then Kenneth says, "Only if you're a friend of Jesus." Now, I mean, the interesting part of that is, you know, you, you tagged on something different from, from what I've so far, when I was listening to uh, Eric's song, uh, I, I kept getting that, will you know my name? Right. And I, uh, I thought of that uh, uh, verse in uh, Matthew 7, you know, depart from me, I never knew you. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, oh, man, there's, it's kind of double sided, you know, it's grace, it's free. But if we don't latch hold of it, we can't get in that open door. And, and what's funny is just like in the movie that he's saying, all they had to do was just say friend, but they sit there forever trying to get through this, this blocked thing. And it really wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. And the, and, and the answer is right there in front of you. Right. Yeah. And so, I, but, so, but all like, I think you're picking up on the thing I want to see in the song is his, is once again, it's an, I'm, I'm less, so I straight up was arguing with George Harrison. I'll be honest, right? And I, I think I've said this in other places. Like, I ended up, I had a real hard time with my sweet Lord, right? Um, <laughs> because I, yeah, we're the ones who, like, you, you're blaming God for it being so hard. Uh, it's your fault. Like, we're the ones who make it hard. It's not God that makes yeah. it hard. Um, but at the same time, in this one, the, the like, this comes from like a deep place of like, Oh, I don't think I'm worthy. Oh, I, you know, I, I, tell me what heaven's like when you get there. Cause I'm not going to get there. Um, and I, I know a lot of people carry that sense of unworthiness and at some level it's valid because we're not worthy, but the good news is the actual like capital G capital N good news. Uh, the, uh, evan evangel, um, is you don't have to be, you don't have to be worthy because none are worthy. Um, yeah. And so by our own merits, no one goes. No one goes to heaven by themselves. But because of God's grace, um, because of what Christ did on us for the cross, yeah. uh, we are reconciled and made new. Um, and we don't deserve it. And yet, here we are.
Jesus makes us worthy. I mean, the, the song that we're dealing with is kind of like he's throwing in the towel, like, well, I'm not going. Just give it up. But yeah. here we have hope through Jesus Christ and we have access to heaven. And like you said, we make it hard. God doesn't make our life hard. We're the ones that put our self-mortification button on and everything, but we we have hope in Christ. We're not even worried, uh, like my grandma, here we go again, she always says all kinds of stuff, but I love her. She used to say, Lord, I'm not even worthy to untie your sandals, yeah. but yet you make me worthy through the sacrifice you made on the cross. So yeah. we're not even worthy to either gather up the crumbs underneath his table. That's not by low as you can get. But yet, yeah. through his sacrifice, he makes us worthy. We have hope. And, yeah. And, and I think a lot of times uh, we get uh, uh, conviction and condemnation confused mm-hmm. as to where it's coming mm-hmm. from. Yes. You know, conviction is the Holy Spirit working in our heart that will draw us closer to God. But right. if what you're feeling or the thoughts that you're having makes you want to hide from God or think, man, I can't be there. I can't go to him. It pushes you away from him. That's condemnation. And that's from not from God, wherever it's oh, coming right. from, your own your own thoughts, the enemy, whatever. That's not from God. That it is like we... And, and again, like, and, and I think this is a theme that often ha- comes up on this show of one of the struggles in like m- modern day church or in like, uh, you know, trying to like welcome, you know, people into the family of God is we do a really like we, or even like honestly broader culture, we have a really hard time separating conviction from condemnation. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person is telling me something in my life is not right. I'm being condemned. Yeah. No, not necessarily. <laughs> right. Um, because I, you know, and this is one of those, like, I, you know, I, I think we, we as a preaching team, uh, we as a ministry team, I hope live by this philosophy. This is certainly mine of like, no, sometimes we're going to tell you some stuff is wrong. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you because we don't live in, I, I, I do not live in a moral relativist universe. Um, I believe there is a right and a wrong. I believe sometimes we can debate. There are gray zones we enter into, but fundamentally because of the existence of God and God's presence in the world, there is right and there is wrong. And sometimes we do things that are right. And sometimes we do things that are wrong. And sometimes we as a church family and us as preachers need to, still leaving room for God's grace, be able to talk about the things that are wrong in people's lives. Talk about sin, right? <clears throat> Without, again, it is not saying uh, because you're a sinner, you're unwelcome. No, if you're a sinner, you're, so, you're no different than the rest of us. <laughs> if sinners right? aren't welcome, no one's here. Yeah, right? then the pastors can't be up there preaching. Right, That's yeah, good God. Good God. So, some, some more good comments going on. A uh, uh, good on the street definition of conviction and condemnation uh, conviction damn i screwed up yeah condemnation damn it i am a screw up and, and, yes. and that's right. there's a well, difference or, of making mistakes and being yeah. a mistake is a huge yeah. difference yeah but this is you know 
you're a screw up or you're a screw up in the way you're everyone's a screw up, right? You're right. no more a screw up than the rest of us. Um, but yeah, some people will not come to church because they are, this is from Kenji Strap, because they're, because they say they're unworthy. Well, if the only, if only worthy people, again, if only worthy people could come to church, no one would be there. Lonely church building. would be empty. The church oh, would church be empty, empty every Sunday. Every Sunday, right? Every Sunday. Like, we are not, we are a hospital for sinners. We are not a country club for the, you know, comfortable. Um, yeah, it's like that person that needs a shower and not one because uh, because they are dirty. Right, yeah, again, we, but, but, it is all how you frame this discussion. Because a church, like anything, loves to swing to the extremes. Okay. Daddy's right. still on live, little man. Swing to the extreme of, oh no, we don't ever like talk about sin because like that would make people uncomfortable, right? Well, sometimes we'd be a little uncomfortable, friends. Uh, I don't know why that that became Dylan, um, but <laughs> he's just Whoa. here now. Um, or to the other end of like, you know, Jonathan Edwards, sinners in the hands of an angry God. Um, God just wants you to fry. Um, and God does not want you to fry, or God would not have died for your sins on the cross. If God really wanted us to fry, God could just step back, right? Yeah. God yeah. could just do nothing. God did not have to die for us on the cross, and yet Christ did. Um, so clearly, God has a real vested interest in you, you know, finding this new life. Um, but you're never going to get there by yourself, and that's why God made a way from us when, for us when there was no way. And Ken has a good pop culture reference. Said only Ned Flanders would yeah, be only, there. Uh, only Ned Flanders um, and, and uh, a dear friend of mine who I have decided is is the image of Christian perfection. Um, you know, but it would just it would not be it would not be um, many of us uh -oh. would make it. I certainly would not um, if the standard was <laughs> only people without sin. And, 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 you know, Jesus this has been, I think, mentioned two weeks in a row on this show, right? Uh, Jesus makes this point when he is challenging the religious leaders uh, with the woman caught in adultery. Let you among, let he among us without sin be the first to condemn. Throw the first stone. Anybody? Yeah. Cricket, 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 cricket. So I once cricket. got in trouble. Um, this is not surprising. Um <laughs> I once got in trouble, uh, and this this shows that like maybe I have the wrong edge um, for being a mainstream whatever theologian. I don't know. So I wrote a worship drama. Um, this is like 15 years ago. Um, I was on the worship team at William and Mary, and or the the Wesley Foundation at William and Mary, and I wrote one of my early uh, sketches that I wrote was like a setting of the woman caught in adultery, but in a modern day high school. Um, and, and then, so Jesus, who was handily named Josh, cause I'm real funny, um, uh, says that line, you know, uh, says my version of that line was like, Hey, let you who are without sin, you who are perfect, throw the first stone. And then I had Jesus, Josh go, anybody, anybody? That's what I thought. I got in trouble because apparently Jesus is not supposed to be sarcastic. Oh, man. 
<laughs> when we had our like you know considering how him. oftentimes he looked at his disciples and said how long must i put up with you right. no you want, really? I, i'm thinking he was he used sarcasm in a loving manner <laughs> well right but it's like that is also the like you know there are no negative emotions in church if there are no negative emotions in church, as we have talked about frequently, why does Jesus drive them out of the temple with a whip? Um, yeah. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, um, yeah. But, but like, but that wouldn't have like. This is like we need to like. There are sometimes we need that prod, right? Of, yeah. Yeah. It's like things got to change, but God still loves you. And I think we need that prod to also remind us that it isn't, yes, there's this dichotomy of it already is that stands in tension with the not yet, because right. we have here, we need that prod because we got this, the tribulation produces perseverance and then the perseverance mm. goes on to create character and character hope. So you see that there's this forward progression of one thing building yeah. that doesn't necessarily happen instantaneously and comes through the right. tribulation, which comes from the hard times. Right. And, and then hope. Go ahead. And then hope does not put us to shame, as it said, because God's love is in our hearts. So yeah. even though we're still walking in the flesh and we're prone to sin, we should have the love of God in our hearts so we can have hope and be worthy through Jesus Christ. Well, and this gets to, you know, some real solid Wesleyan theology of like, okay, um, you're counted as righteous and you grow from there, right? This even has that edge of like, and now see this progression of what is going to grow in you. Um, you will, you may, you may get to, you know, Christian perfection or not, but you are going to grow and you are going to look, your life is going to look different. And eventually you will be worthier than you were before right because christ saved you and then through the power of the holy spirit working in your life you grow you become you carry this endurance and this hope with you and that my friends seems as good a place as any uh to bring this show in for a landing thank y'all all so much uh for joining in um on this uh zoom version uh, hopefully we'll be back in the studio next week um that's Yay. the plan um but you know um, just keep us in your prayers um, as we uh, continue as we continue our COVID journey um, here at the Comstock household. Um, if you have any feedback for us here on the show, uh, you can drop us a comment here on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can you can send me an email, uh, GraceChurchPalestine at gmail.com. We will gladly read that email on the show. If you're looking for an audio-only version of this show, that is available too. Just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your podcatcher of choice. And we will be back one way or another uh, next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat same channel. channel. Uh, so go in peace to love and serve the Lord and fear not. Stay well. God is with us. Music. Music.